Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. On today's show, James Price of the Better Business Bureau, the BBB, is uh, joining us today. We often talk about uh, scams, ways to protect yourself from those, and uh, some of our conversation last month and our last time and I'm not sure if this was on the air or not but uh, I was telling you about my email woes and so lo and behold here we have some tips right yeah <laughs> I when I saw this today I said hey this is this is right up not only your alley but a lot of the time people's you know that we've been talking about yeah um, so the, the topic is how to spot and prevent contact form spam so the contact form on your spam web, on your website allows customers to get in touch with you, but also enables spammers to flood your inbox. And as we were just talking about, what seventy five thousand you just had to clear out of your yeah, inbox. that was about a week and a half's worth. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this is real life here. Uh, these messages come from fake people. Sometimes feature abusive or obscene language, and can even contain malicious links that put your your personal information your website, your contacts at risk, plus your business, you know, if you're, if you have this for your business, yeah. um, plus a spam buries legitimate inquiries and slows you down while trying to follow up on genuine leads. Um, I mean, I don't know about you, but you know, I get a bunch of stuff in my spam box and I go through to delete them and every once in a while I see one, Oh, that one looks legit. Right. And, and so what you want to do is like really, um, try to keep this as clean as possible because periodically you might need to look at your spam folder to see if something you know went over there i mean how many times has somebody said uh check your spam folder oh yeah it happens very frequently uh and and sometimes those are in there i i guess sometimes you may have a spam filter that's set up that um sees it m an email that it may look suspicious and it just pops it in there and then you never see the important information. So, right. And if, and if you know, when you're, uh, when you put new contacts in there, if somebody sends you an email, uh, or you find one in your spam box, you can go down and you can trust it. So, you know, I, I trust this email coming to me so then it won't go to your spam box. And a lot of times, you know, when, if they add attachments and that kind of stuff, you know, you know, it's coming from a legitimate source. Mm-hmm. So BBB recommends uh, some of these tips to help you uh, reduce the amount of contact spam, form spam you may receive and stay away from dealing with it like we've just been talking about yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> so here's some tips. Uh, first, build a multi-step form. Multi-step forms require the, users, uh, the user to answer questions one at a time because they don't display all the fields at once. And they're harder for bots to attach it. And manual spam spammers are less likely to spend time filling out all those forms one at a time. So using that step can help reduce them right away. So that sounds like uh, you don't display all the fields at once. It, it may ask for your name, and then it's another page where it asks for something else. Whether uh, uh, Otherwise, it's, it's all on one page. And so I, I would suggest that that is something that uh, you may have to get in touch with your web designer or whatever platform that you're using to kind of figure that part out. But, uh, that is a good tip. Yeah. And you know, you just made a good point right there. If you get a whole bunch of spam that's coming in from your website, contact your web hosting person and say, Hey, I'm getting a whole lot of, you know, spam and stuff. Let's take a look at this and see if there's a way that you can clean it up from your end. I mean, they should be the professional at whatever they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, so use reCAPTCHA form. I mean, you guys have seen that all the time. You, you know, you work uh, works together with your contact forms and ask the providers if they're human. Um, uh, they are easy for website uh, visitors to use and will block spam coming from bots. Um, there are a few different versions, so choose the one you think your customers mo most feel comfortable using. Yeah, boy. <clears throat> and I know that if you've ever gone and, and you get caught by one of those recaptures and it says, you know, find the mountain pictures or whatnot, you know, and mm -hmm. those things can can be frustrating, but it yeah. is a way to try it's to like, keep spam down. It's like, try it again. Yeah. Boy, that, <laughs> and then it gets harder and harder as you go. Right. <laughs> so. uh, use invisible recaption. This was new to me. Mm -hmm. Sometimes called a no captcha. These forms are invisible to real human visitors, um, uh, but they're visible to recaptcha form that only appears if a visitor displays suspicious behavior on your website. And so the example is, is they arrive directly to your contact form page without looking at the rest of your website and then try to fill out the form. So uh, that's a, an interesting one to use. I, like I said, uh, the first time when I was reviewing yeah. this is I saw that. Um, trick spammers with hidden file fields. Honeypots are bits of code that display additional fields that only a spam bot can see. The bot can automatically fill out all the fields, giving themselves away. Uh, as spammers, and the extra information gets flagged, and their message won't make it to your inbox. So trick them. Yeah, go go right at them there. I'm I'm not certain what honey pots are, but we'll have to kind of figure that one out. But um, it, it, well, obviously it's code that that's on there. So mm -hmm. I guess those things are uh, so sophisticated that it detects. It's it's like a spam bot detector there. Yeah. I, I was talking to somebody uh, this morning or yesterday, and it had to do with scams. And I said, you know, sometimes the best defense is offense. Yeah. You know, go back at them. Uh, implement geofencing. It makes sense. If it makes sense for your business, you can restrict access to forms based on a person's physical location. For example, this might be a good solution if you're, you know, if you do if you do business like like right here in Murfreesboro, and you want to block you know, sp spammers coming in from California or overseas or someplace like that, uh, geofencing may be a way to go. And those are, are used on a lot of websites. We're familiar with those because for some of the, uh, events, our website has to be geofenced just so we're not going outside of our area with certain programming. So, mm. um, those things can get pretty sophisticated too. Yeah. Uh, disallow links. Uh, uh, you can set contact forms to not allow links. This is especially useful if you have a comment section where spammers love to use unauthorized links for people to click on. Mm. Uh, confirm email addresses. You can also reduce spam by making users confirm their email addresses. Uh, they receive an email as soon as they submit a form, asking them to confirm their address. Bots won't usually complete this extra step, nor will a manual spammer use a fake email address that way. So, um, to me, that's kind of, uh, really, you're going to make me do this again. But, I mean, it's for your own protection, and it helps protect the business, too. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, be cautious even when sent, when a message seems legitimate. Even if you've uh, taken precautions to filter spam, exercise caution, unsolicited messages, never click on a link if you don't know where it leads. Uh, in addition, your eyes keep your eyes peeled for common spam messages, which, which often encourage you to get involved in investment schemes, take 
steps to increase your web traffic, purchase a miracle product, on and on and on. And, you know, for more information, you can go to bbb.org and you can read more about this. And what's really interesting on this is that um, if you go to bbb.org and you look up how to spot and prevent contact form spam, uh, there's links in there that show you like multi-step forms. It'll take you to a, a link that'll kind of show you how those are working mm -hmm. and how to use no captcha and that kind of thing. So yeah. And um, you've got a, a special business scam section at uh, bbb.org as well, B-I-Z scams, bbb.org slash biz scams. And uh, that helps a lot of those businesses out there that are dealing with uh, scams. I know a lot of times we talk about, you know, the average consumer, but businesses are also the targets of uh, spamming. Uh Businesses scams. are big targets, yeah. you know, and, and the, I really hate the ones that, you know, your invoices do. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I just wonder how many businesses actually just go, oh, well, let me pay that. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you know, also those links, links can be a, a big problem. And for us, maybe they're sending information. And so if it's not a legitimate source, you've got to be careful on those links that may look like it's coming from someone legitimate, but... It's just going to take you to a site that could bring in some trouble. Right. And then remember, um, I always say, you know, use that whois.domaintools.com. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, this week again, I probably two or three times somebody called up and I, you know, slapped the website in there that they were complaining about. And I said, well, it's only 20 days old. So unless that business is a real new business, uh, I'm not buying it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, and that, that's that's one of those good tools to have in the the tool belt so not to uh be scammed there we've got james price with the better business bureau joining us here as well and um more business tip here i think yeah so uh i mean you see these uh you know how to spot and avoid vanity awards you know there's a lot of uh different organizations out there where you can get this award to put on your website and you know you're best of the best and this that and the other and so what you got to do is you got to be kind of careful about some of these you know just because you can put badges on your website doesn't mean they're actually legit uh, or they'll bring you any more business or do anything other than maybe take some of your money right yeah so trusted hard-working businesses deserve recognition uh, but not the kind you have to pay for. Vanity awards are a waste of business owners' money and time. So here's a couple of things to spot and avoid these phony type awards. So the first thing is, is what is a vanity award scheme in the first place? Now, vanity awards exist virtually in every industry and in every profession. For some, you fill out a form, pay a fee to enter the competition. With others, you are simply notified that you have won, directed to a place where you can claim your award, these awards may sound good, but in most cases are simply a way to trick small business owners out of their money. You know, it kind of reminds me of, you know, you may have already won. So, uh, you know, this doesn't just go for businesses. It's, for a long time, it's been hitting consumers. You're right. You yeah. know, oh, you are one of the winners, you know. <laughs> yeah, but now it's, it's trickling down into the uh, business sector, it seems. Right. So a typical vanity award scam starts with an email. For example, one small business owner reported to a BBB scam tracker. They received a message that says, Hello, I hope you are having a great day. My name is Will, and I'm emailing you to let you know you have been selected for the 2022 Houston Best Award. 
for, for the next year, you'll be promoted on our website, so anyone searching in the Houston area will find you. Here are all the award details, and most importantly, this link uh, where you can claim the award. Mm. So generally, messages like this come from with strings attached. You sure. Know, first, you must click on the suspicious link, red flag number one. Then among the instructions, claim the award to receive the prize. That's a big catch for businesses and consumers. Right, right. Uh, uh, you may yeah you may need to pay a one-time fee. All right, so there's another red flag. And according to recent BBB scam chapter report, these awards are typically cost in the hundreds of dollars um, to actually get in here. So here's some things you want to look at. Research the award. Check the company's BBB business profile at BBB.org to ensure that the, the offer is legit. Uh, ask specific questions. Learn everything you can about who's given the award, where they're located, how long the award has been existing, um, and how was your business selected as the winner? That's, to me, that's a big one. You know, well, how did I, how did I get this award? Yeah. <laughs> uh, organizations that offer legitimate awards will be willing to provide specific details on why they chose your company. Um, know the nomination process, find out who nominated your business for the award. If you didn't apply for the organization, uh, or the organization cannot tell you how you were nominated, chances are it's not legit in the first place. Um, check for payment requirements. Most legitimate awards do not come with cost to the recipient. If there is a fee, scrutinize it closely. If there is a fee for winning and receiving a certificate or a plaque, it could be that the person or organization is simply after your money. And be wary of clicking on links and emails from strangers. Scammers often hide malware and email links. If you check on these links, scammers can gain access to personal information stored on your device. Double check uh, you're dealing with the real business before clicking on the link. So all this, uh, I would encourage businesses out there to apply for the BBB Torch and Spark Awards. The big thing about the Torch and Spark Awards is you, you don't even have to be an accredited business with BBB in order to win a tor uh, torch or sp uh, spark award in fact our torch award winner last year was not uh, an accredited business they applied for it they gave us all the right information um they went through a judging process right and we don't charge anything for it in fact if you win a torch or spark award you get cash you don't have to pay you have cash. To pay cash. <laughs> yeah. So uh, BBB actually you know, uh, rewards uh, Torch and Spark winners with m money and funds, and and so it's it's all it's all going your way. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that process usually begins w when are our Torch awards and Spark awards. So we just announced. Well, we just closed them for this year. I don't think all the announcements are actually out. So what I would encourage businesses to do is to go to bbb.org and look now at the requirements. Okay. Because um, it's when you apply for a Torch or a Spark award, and other businesses can nominate you. Um, it's not a short little form. There's a whole lot of information that has to be in there, and. Uh, a winning spark or torch award, you're probably putting 30 to 40 hours into it uh, to really gain the information. One tip I would give Mrs. is that, you know, after reading the criteria, put a box in your office. And anytime you guys do something over the year that would apply to the spark or torch award, throw it in the box. And then next year when it comes around two or three months before, well, when the nominations start, just open the box 
And now you have all the information. You don't have to go searching for it. Right. And I know uh, several companies that use this method, several winning companies who have used this method, and it makes the process a whole lot easier for them to uh, apply and win the Spark and Torch Awards. Instead of having to remember what happened back in August, and it's July now. Right. About <laughs> <laughs> the next year. Uh, anything else before we get uh, get away? We've got about a minute or so. Uh, I, I'm we're good. Just I'm, I'm okay. just going to warn people. Just you know, be cautious uh, about who you're dealing with and what you're clicking on. And um, you know, the scammers have full time jobs, and their full time job is to take your money. Exactly. And they will do that, uh, whether you're a consumer or business owner and whatnot. So some great information today. James, I appreciate you stopping in. Thanks, Brian. James Price with the Better Business Bureau joining us today here on News Radio WGNS. Don't forget, check the podcast, WGNSradio.com. And look under Podcast and Rutherford Issues to listen back to any of our programs.